0: We're unabashedly obsessed, we've got to get it off our chest, please sit there and be quiet. Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to a brand new episode of Unabashedly Obsessed.
1: Brand spanking new. Definitely didn't just record half of an episode with the wrong microphone, the built-in one.
0: I'm James. I'm (laughs) Erin. On this brand new episode of the show, we talk about things related to pop culture.
1: And not so pop culture. Sometimes.
0: Sometimes, but not in this particular case. No,
1: this is super pop.
0: Um, It's about as pop as it can get as of last week. Yeah. Um, Oh, I just thought of something we need to talk about. Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. but first But first, I have one no context correction. Okay. I re-listened to Rent. Okay. And I get it now. It's yeah. a great show. It's so good, right? The trick is and uh-huh. I think this was actually the case for Hamilton as well. Following along, if you don't understand what's happening with yep. like a plot synopsis, yep. really, really helped me understand emotional arcs and like yeah. basic plot plot arcs and like Who's who characters who? are and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um so that that would be my my recommendation. The Wikipedia one has a serviceable one, yeah. I guess. Um so I listened to that today and I was pleasantly really really pleased that it it was it was very very good. And I sort of I'm like, "Oh, I get it now." Okay.
1: Yeah, so, good. Yeah. Yay, that makes me feel vindicated.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was it was um it was quite when I listened to it before, I was sort of like, "Yeah, 90s theater."
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, like, I get it. 90s theater, guitars, but also AIDS. I get it. Like, I yeah. understand. But, like, listening to it and I was like, oh, man. Okay. No, I get it. And, like, I understand, like, the plot, but I also understand the, like, um, Carpe Diem sort of situation that's going on and, like, right. all that stuff. So, um, yeah. That is my only no-context correction. Okay. Um, we have...
1: A new patron. A new patron. New patron.
0: And it's... New New Matt. Matt. Um. first and foremost thank you Matt for becoming our newest patron thank our, you Matt our newest new Matt patron we love you um, we do um, Matt we've decided has need, needs to change all of his social media presences to include the term new Matt uh huh don't give anyone any context people
1: it's okay I'm just breaking
0: stuff <laughs> people who are in the know Will be in the know. Uh huh. Um, but also, people on our Facebook group will know who New Matt is. But um, New Matt joined. New Matt had a big day today. He really did. Jo- joined Patreon, uh, became a patron, posted Anna Kendrick does K pop, the oh YouTube my video. God,
1: that was so good.
0: Which had as many arcs, if not more, than that Ben Affleck thing I posted. Uh huh. Um, plus, like, high production values. Pl- plus, I was like, ooh who's this k-pop band like yeah i was sort of like oh interesting they have different personalities and there's like a a mean one and like a, a nice one and like a made like sort of a misery type uh do the cups dance right one. <laughs> <laughs> um and it was just it was just really enjoyable and new matt posted that and he is constantly just really really supportive and now he's gone even the extra distance and, mm-hmm. and, and added to, to his support by becoming our newest patron. Yes. Um, speaking of, of patrons and Patreon. Yes. Um, we're doing a thing for the rest of the year. We are. Um, let me preface this by saying, as always and as ever, to support us you do not have to uh, be a patron. Correct. If you join our Facebook group Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed or follow us on Twitter or both and you just talk to us and, like, play with us? Play with us. Play with me! <laughs> um, we, we, That's it. You've done it. If, you,
1: if, if you're not a McElroy listener, that was real creepy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want to go that extra distance and um, sign up as a patron on Patreon, patreon.com slash unabashedlyobsessed, we're doing a giveaway in the first week or so of December. We are. Um, and that giveaway will be sort of a loyalty situation uh-huh um, in which if you sign up um, like new matt did today um, you will get a uh, at any level correct you will yes. get your name thrown into a proverbial or actual hat actual hat actual hat um, that we will draw out to do a giveaway um, so the as many months as you've been a patron by the time december rolls over that's how many times your name gets thrown in the hat Yes, and we have stuff, we have so much stuff.
1: we have an actual box of stuff, yes. and then some stuff that didn't fit in the box, so we have a box of stuff and a yes. pile of stuff
0: exactly. um some of the stuff we're not going to get specific just yet, some of the things that we have in in and around the giveaway box my dog <laughs> he just scored, would... he just scored a basketball point in, oh did he like I have my legs sort of in a hoop. oh yeah, like
1: yeah um. <laughs>
0: So, so Yeah, can you can d- have him <laughs> if he breaks my equipment. So, Andy. Andy. Um,
1: Torg is one ripped out microphone cord away from being all yours.
0: <laughs> um, some of the things that we have. Oh, thanks, Torg.
1: <laughs> I, w- I wasn't in this podcast enough the first time you recorded it.
0: He knew the my mic wasn't on.
1: Yeah, that maybe that's what it is. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so some of the things we have are movie posters about movies that we've talked about being enthusiastic for. Like full size movie posters.
1: Yep. We have some books that we have talked about on the
0: show. We have uh we will probably have some DVDs of some sort of movies that we've talked about.
1: And possibly been enthusiastic for
0: it. And been varying levels of enthusiastic for it. And then we have what I like to call the, hey, let's put some stuff in the box stuff. Right. Which is basically, if I have something that I'm going to get for free, perhaps that's customizable, Mm -hmm. I customize it to be UFO appropriate, and then I put it in the box. Right. Um, Or if it's something that I see that I'm like, I don't need this.
1: But But it is UFO. somebody does. It is
0: UFO adjacent or something. I grab it and I put it in the box.
1: Or sometimes you just see a thing that has a word that reminds you of our podcast. Right. And you're like, I'm going to take this one thing out of this other box
0: and put it into this box. Exactly. Um, So. So we're going to make up some kind of grab bags. Well, like, yeah, like, like, or like prize packages or whatever. Yeah, that's a better
1: word for it than grab bags.
0: Um. And so the way to do that, just once again, and we can move on and sign up for Patreon at any level. You'll get the cool stuff that we have for Patreon anyway. Yep. Um, All the postcards and lists and postings and all that stuff. Erin posting random self-text conversations between her and I. They're real good. Um, Plus, you'll be entered into this giveaway for each month before December that you sign up, you get one entry. Right. Um, So that's it. And yeah. I'm really excited about that. I think if we, Oh, and if that retcons we,
1: comes back to those those of you who oh, yeah. are already patrons yeah. get credit for the months that you have already been patrons.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um I think we can move into our main topic, which is I made James watch The Bachelorette. Indeed, she did.
1: Not the whole season. No. Just for... The last four guys.
0: And it seems like that was a great a great option.
1: Yeah, the first half of the season was all Lee being a racist and the other guys in the house being super awesome about the way they handled it. Right. Okay. Um, Lee was the worst, and he's an absolute garbage dumpster person, and we're going to leave him in the garbage dumpster where he
0: belongs. Okay, got it. That
1: is all I want to say about him.
0: Okay, let's talk about people that weren't that.
1: Yeah, like the last four guys. Like the last four guys. Um, so I made James start with the Hometowns episode, right. which for anybody who doesn't watch the show, um, for the purposes, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette tend to follow kind of the same format, but for the purposes of this episode, we're just going to refer to this as The Bachelorette, even though it usually holds true for the whole franchise.
0: And just just to further clarify, if anyone doesn't know what this is at all... um. Girl or boy is looking for someone to marry.
1: Yeah, reality dating show. Reality
0: dating show that takes... And this was the thing... And we talked about this a little bit on the uh, Actually Varied Variety Hour uh-huh. episode that I just listened to. A contestant that made it some distance into the previous season of The Bachelor... Correct. ...will be the new Bachelorette and then vice versa.
1: Yes. So... This season's Bachelorette is Rachel Lindsay, who is a an attorney from Texas, from Dallas, Texas. Yes. She made it to the top three in the last season of The Bachelor. Right. Um, I still don't know why Nick didn't keep her, because I thought that they got along great. Right. But I'm very glad that she was The Bachelorette, because she honestly was a fantastic Bachelorette. She was like,
0: she was very good, from what I saw. Yeah, yeah, she
1: knew what she wanted. She was great to watch. She played the producer's games when she had to, but yeah. made it very clear that she was not happy about keeping racistly. Right. Oh man, I talked about him again. <laughs> I said I was gonna leave him in the dumpster and I didn't.
0: In what way did he do things? Racistly. Racistly. Um Yeah, <laughs> because he was racistly. And adverbs. She was very good. Let me just get let me just get this right out of the way. I didn't like Brian. Right. Um I liked Eric. Immediately because he was the first one I saw and I thought he did great and mm-hmm. then Brian was next and I didn't like him so I was like, oh, "Nice try," but Eric's the one for me, right? And then came Peter.
1: Peter,
0: um, Peter, he is incredibly good-looking, mm-hmm. super charming, and mm-hmm. intelligent, and funny, and great, and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Do you think he listens to our podcast? Oh my God, maybe, probably. Peter, we love you. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. Um, anyways. So... I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Peter was great, and, um, Brian was n- was not my favorite person. Yeah. Um, and they were sort of opposite ends of the same... Well, they were sort of opposite ends of a spectrum. Yes. Brian was like, let's play this game. I'm ready to do this. Let's go ahead and do this.
1: I like Games. Games, games are great. I'm great at games. I'm the best at all the
0: games. Um... And Peter was like, I'd rather just have a normal dating experience, thank you. Yep. Um, which was, I mean, which ended up being the, like his, Peter's downfall. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. his thing was, at the end of this, I want to be the winner and continue to be your only boyfriend. He wants right. to play the game of exclusivity. Right. The Bachelorette colon exclusivity <laughs> is the game that he wanted to be on.
1: Yeah, and Brian wanted to play the game of... I will be the end boyfriend. Right. But we don't have to be exclusive until then. Because that's the game. Right. And I like games.
0: Uh, My favorite parts were... Well, there was only one time that I experienced this. When Eric was on his hometown... Was on Rachel's hometown date. Okay. And Brian and Peter were in the room. Peter was absolutely radiating. I hate you. Yeah. And, like, anything... And, like... He would talk... He talked to Eric about how Brian sort of sucked. hmm And, like, it was just, like... I think, basically, Brian offended everything about Peter's whole thing. Like... Which, yeah.
1: Which is really interesting, because on the previous season of The Bachelor... Okay. Rachel got along with pretty much all the women in the house, except for Vanessa, who ended up winning. And, like, when Rachel was... Sent home. Yeah. She and Raven, who was the runner up on that season, did like this whole, like, I'm going to miss you so much, very heartfelt big hug. And she and Vanessa basically did the stand as far away from each other and tap your fingertips on each other's shoulders. Oh, yeah. Type of hug. And yeah, yeah, it was really uncomfortable to watch the two of them interact. There were frequently times when, like, you would see a group of the women sitting on like, sofas and chairs talking to Nick, like, as a group, and Rachel and Vanessa would be on complete opposite sides of the room, or sometimes Vanessa wouldn't even be there. Huh. There were times when she was just not there. And, yeah. So I think it's really interesting that he, you know, Nick got down to final three with these women who clearly did not, like, were so... Like, they could not get along. Right. And I kind of... I don't love Vanessa because I like Rachel so much that sure. I feel like if Rachel had beef with Vanessa, then Vanessa must kind of suck. Right. Um, that may or may not actually be true, but right. that is how I
0: feel. I mean, I understand that. That that makes sense from a... Like, um, yeah. That makes yeah.
1: sense. Yeah. But I feel like it's interesting that, once again, you know, Rachel gets down to a top three where... And, and, and a top two... Who just can't stand each other. Yeah. Like, seem to have nothing in common. Yeah. And I'm like, how did how is it the two seasons in a row you've gotten down to the... JoJo's seasons, uh, like, her top four were completely interchangeable. Huh. They all, like, you could... L- <laughs> there were a bunch of things going around the internet where people had, like, Photoshopped all of their faces together, and they just looked like... Like, all of their faces Photoshopped on top of each other still just looked like... The contestant. It was like a generic <laughs> JoJo contestant. She very, she had a very clear physical type. Oh, okay. Um. And and like general personality type. They right. were all very similar in like, you know, a little a little bit frat boy. Right. Um. These guys, were all so different. And Nick's yeah. final three were so different. And it just boggles my mind how the lead can end up choosing three people who are so vastly different from one another. Right. As like the potential three people that she's gonna marry, right? It's just really weird to me,
0: right? And like, um, when it came down to Peter versus Brian, mm-hmm. and this actually explained her choice of Brian to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Peter was the guys that she dated before, right? Brian was the guys that she never gave a chance because they seemed too good to be true,
1: right? In you know, quote unquote, unquote unquote unquote. That makes sense. Um,
0: yeah. So and like so, basically, and like by the end, I was like, okay, I see how Peter in Rachel's mind is complicating this too right. much. Right. And I'm I'm losing the thread on his argument. Like I'm like, wait, what? What is your like? It, his his point was, I don't want to get engaged more than once because that to me means marriage. Right. And um and and Brian was like, yeah, I mean. I, I'm I'm in love with her for forever, forever always she's the best. I
1: signed up to be on the Bachelorette. This is the game. Right. I am prepa- I am prepared to play the game through to the end. I don't. And, yeah.
0: I don't want now. I'm about to compare Brian to Trump. So hang okay. On. But only in terms of perceived winner. Okay. Um, when he went to Rachel's house, mm-hmm. I thought that was his grab them by the whatever. Okay. I thought that that was it. That that was it for him. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because um. My two favorite members of her family, the cousin who'd been like who to Peter had been like L- let's call you another name winner. Yeah. 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 And uh, because Peter, oh my God, great with kids. Oh my God. Holy he's crap. So
1: good with kids. <laughs> he's um, like the perfect man. He
0: really is. Um. And and with Brian, she was sort of like, hey.
1: Yeah. Um, It was clear that the family vastly preferred Peter.
0: Right. Which makes me wonder if that's why she always dated someone like Peter. Right. Now, with Brian, um, so that cousin was not down with him. And then the aunt. Uh Uh-huh. Her aunt, who was a hard ass. Yeah. And the mom. Like, both the aunt and the mom were like, hmm, I'm not sure. Yeah. With Brian, with Peter and Eric, they were like... Alright, alright, I can see this. This yeah. feels good. This is good. With Brian, they were like, Nope. And they were like it was funny, I think he was talking to the mom. Maybe there wasn't an aunt.
1: There was an aunt
0: Eric's family had an aunt.
1: Eric's yeah, Eric's family had Aunt Verna. Right. Um Rachel's aunt was there. She was like the random white lady in the room.
0: Right, right, right. Um I'm, was there it was it was two black women it was, and it was his mom and there was another black woman. And I feel like Rachel's sister. Oh, Rachel's sister. Yes, yes, the, the super pregnant, pregnant one. one. Yes, yeah. her. We're both like we're sort of, and like Rachel's sister had been like, "I'm not on board with this game as a whole." Right. But I liked Eric, and I liked Brian, and I liked mm-hmm. Peter. And with with Brian, both of them were like, "Who is who is this guy?" Yeah. What is what is happening now? It was so funny because he was basically like, "I'm in love with your daughter," and they're like, "How?" <laughs> right. And like. He's like, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I am. And they're like, okay. How? Because and, I'm the best at games. Right. I am the best version of myself. Um when I am with you. When I'm with you. Um, so he So then he was doing he was talking to the mom. Okay. And he's like, um, and I love you for blah blah blah. And she's like, see, there it is again. What? Yeah. You say that so quick. You don't know me. you right. just met me. Yeah. And like, it was interesting to see sort of the cracks in his facade. Mm-hmm. But what that did was polarize Rachel and Brian versus Rachel's family. Yeah. And, it was, and, and Rachel said later, that was when I knew. Yeah. Was when I was defending them, you to them. Yeah, I was and I wrote down in my notes. I was like, "This is gonna backfire." This yeah. This seems. I was like, like my notes are like, yeah, 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 good, awesome, yes. See, break him down. And I was like, I was like, whoa, 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 not too much. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and 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 I don't know how how much that factored in, but that turned out to be like, yeah. oh, you just you just don't know him like I do, right? And and yeah, so it felt l- l- weird.
1: And I guess there are a bunch of moments in Geneva, which you didn't see. um, I heard about them, though. Where she started noticing that there were some problems with Peter. We didn't see them either. Oh. The entire, so, okay. I want to talk about the editing on this show a little bit. Okay, yes. So, Brian got, whether it's because it's all he gave them, or whether it's because this is who he actually is, he kind of got, like, the smooth Latin lover edit. Right. Right. Um, thank you, Paulette, for pointing that out to me. Yes. Um, hi, Paulette. Hi, Paulette. And so, like, he just... He was charming from the get-go. I liked him in the first episode when we first met him because he just seemed very nice and charming. And then they made out and he tried to swallow her whole and right. it made me very uncomfortable to right. watch. But... Yeah, I just... He seemed too, too good to be true. Right. He seemed very one-dimensional. Right. Like, the only thing there was to him was i am gonna win this game because i am the best at winning games right and if that means i have to fall in love with you today i'm in love with you today
0: right yeah she said that when she first saw him or when she first met him that she thought he was a douchebag right (laughs) which was yeah hilarious though hey um people don't make out douchebags.
1: Yeah. Like- well, he got out of the limo and started speaking Spanish to her.
0: Like he did at the end. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think she was a little bit like, okay, dude. Yeah. Because that's the thing. When when these guys get out of the limo, they all have like a little... For the most part, they all have like a little gimmick right. that they do so that she'll remember them. Right. Like one guy came out as like Steve Urkel and then disappeared back into the limo and came out as Stefan Arkel. Sure. Um, Which sounds... Cheesy, and it was, but I ended up really liking that guy, so I'm willing
0: to give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Do you remember what the final, what what the other guys did? I would imagine. I, let me predict. Um, Peter said, hi, I'm Peter. He just got out of the limo like
1: a normal person. Right. Um, Brian was speaking to her in Spanish. Right. And I believe said something about getting into either getting into tr- or i think he said something about yeah you know i i can be trouble and she's like well i like trouble or i plan to get into trouble or something it was a thing right um dean she had already met on last season's after the final rose thing where he said i'm ready to go black and never go back and it made be so uncomfortable oh my God. But apparently Rachel didn't mind it because she told him later that she thought it was hilarious, except that she was planning to use that line on somebody and didn't feel like she could anymore. Like... And and Dean redeemed himself throughout the rest of the season. I really liked Dean. Did he redeem himself? He redeemed himself. Did I say that? No, but... Okay.
0: Like, yeah. I mean,
1: a- he both <laughs> redeemed... Redeemed himself and also redeemed himself. Right. He, he turned himself into a whole new Dean. A whole new Dean.
0: Um... This podcast is stupid.
1: <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Um, join our Patreon. <laughs> join our Patreon.
0: Support us. Encourage us. Encourage in us. This. In <laughs> in, this. Encourage this kind of behavior. Okay. Um, <laughs> redeemed himself. That's so. Like you didn't even say that, but I was like, hey, you no. know what words sound like. And then you
1: sang Aladdin.
0: Um, oh,
1: it's late and I'm tired.
0: Okay, so, Okay, right, So <laughs> Dean, Dean took a big swing. Like
1: somebody, I honestly, based on what else we saw of Dean throughout yeah. the season, I think somebody, one of his buddies, was like, "Hey, you know it would be funny," yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, that would be kind of funny." And they were like, "Oh, well, you have to do it. You got to do it," and kind of talked him into it. And then he couldn't think of anything better. Right. Um, I honestly do not remember what Eric did getting out of the limo. I was not aware of Eric's existence on this show for a good at least 3 weeks. Interesting, interesting. I pretty much didn't know he existed until he started freaking out to Peter about how he didn't feel like he was getting any time with her and maybe he should just go home.
0: And Peter was just like, "This is this is so weird. Why are you
1: talking?" I mean a little bit. <laughs> You can there are times when you can tell that the producers have like kind of forced some people in a room together like when right. Peter's being forced to talk to Brian or and they, and they do Oof. this where they will whoever is on the one-on-one date there's the other guys stuck in the hotel and you can tell the producers like okay guys talk about what you think is happening on the one-on-one date.
0: Yeah you, you you know you know what's happening because they'll be like so what do you think is happening on the one-on-one
1: Yeah. Date?
0: Exactly. And your guy. Not like that. (laughs) Take it again?
1: The editing on this show is terrible, but it is slightly better than that. Um, They do tend to cut out the PA in the background going, no, but really?
0: Teen Mom and 16 and Pregnant and whatever are really funny about, like, we need you to talk about this. Can you call a friend? Yeah. Or have a friend come over and casually bring up this talking point we need you to have? Yeah. And the friend will be like... So buying clothes is really hard, huh? Yeah. It's like yeah, all right.
1: Yeah, you can yeah, you can really tell on reality shows when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I honestly don't remember what Eric did, but they pretty yeah. much all behaved kind of exact Dean was when Dean got out of the limo, he you could tell he was a little bit embarrassed and like I can't believe I said that thing. Please don't hate me. Yeah. And she's like Oh, hey, it's you.
0: And he's like, I'm black. I mean back. Oh, my God. Please, someone. (laughs) Say.
1: Oh, that would have been pretty funny. (laughs) Nobody thought Dean was going to go as far as he did. Yeah. Including Dean. Right. He apparently apparently only brought, like, four outfits because he didn't think he was going to. Because they have to provide all their own clothes. And so there was one date where on Instagram the next day, he posted a thing that was like, Thanks, Peter, for letting me borrow your shirt because I ran out of shirts. I'm sorry I spilled coffee
0: on it. God, Peter, he's a he's just such a stand up guy. Oh, yes. God, he's so good. Have he's we mentioned so how great he is with kids?
1: So good with kids. He loves dogs. God. His very first date with Rachel, they took her dog to like a dog party.
0: That's awesome. It
1: was the best.
0: He took. So they went um, shopping for Rachel's sister's baby. Uh huh. Um. I'm not great at shopping for babies. I'm more of a, like, whatever you think is right. Right. Peter was like, I gotta admit, I like it when it matches like this. I was like, marry him. Marry him right marry now. Marry him right now. And I th- the problem is that Rachel would have been like, yeah, all right. And Peter would have been like, well, now hold on.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um,
0: um, he was he was the most Midwest stereotype I've ever seen in my life. Like, everything that, like... Midwest guys. Oh, I told you, I told you before. He is what Neil from Landline, I think, was supposed to be. Yes. Um, hard to hard to read, but also charming. Quiet, but also funny. Like, yes.
1: Peter was real pretty.
0: Peter was real pretty. Dean was real pretty. Let's face it. Brian was 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 real pretty.
1: Brian's not a bad looking man. And I, I have Bri- Brian. I think was the least attractive out of the top four.
0: Okay. Interesting. Now, Eric. Well, would, Eric wasn't every man in my opinion like he was sort of like I I I know guys like Eric. yeah like I, I've, I've I've worked with 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 men that I feel like have Eric's level of attra- attractiveness, mm-hmm. yeah. which is not to say anything disparaging about his level he was a charming man he had a a, a lovely smile yeah blah 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 but like Dean and Brian especially
1: Dean and Peter especially no
0: no Dean and oh. Brian especially had like a yeah, but really? These people, like, exist?
1: See, I didn't think that about Brian.
0: I thought it, to Dean I saw it as a good thing. Brian I saw it as a, ugh, of course.
1: Yeah, Brian almost, th- there have been a lot of jokes about whether or not he has cheek implants. <laughs> um, he almost seems, <sighs> this is going to sound bad because he's an actual person. And I feel bad talking about no, him. yeah. But-, but it almost feels like when you make like an action figure or a Barbie from a movie, yeah, and it doesn't quite look like the person, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like the the Bell dolls that are supposed to look like Emma Tom- Emma Watson uh-huh. and don't at all, yeah. It almost feels like that. Like he's supposed, like he looked enough like somebody, yeah. That I'm like, you kind of look like, but. But you don't. Yeah, and Eric on the finale when he came in with the beard and the slightly longer hair, that was
0: yeah. that was really he working was looking for me. He was looking good. Yeah, um, I don't typically love facial hair, but yeah. Some, I do on Eric. I mean, Peter kept a nice scruff going. Oh yeah, and it worked for him. Uh huh. Um, Dean would look weird with facial hair. I think could yeah could he grow it. Probably. I think he could. You I think, think so?
1: he possibly may have at some point on this on this season. I
0: guess. I guess he sort of could get like a Leo thing going. Like a yeah. I it worked was, really hard on this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It Anyways. had to fight through the chisel of my jawline. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, my skin is just so smooth. My pores wouldn't allow the hair to come through. Exactly. Gross. 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 Okay. I need to. We need to move but, on because I was just. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So. It comes, like, I don't really necessarily, I don't know if you want to talk too much about Eric and
0: Dean and why they got sent home and stuff, but. It was interesting because I think that Dean needed to grow up some and he mm-hmm. was not ready for that level of commitment yet. Correct. That she was looking for. Right. Um, Eric, I think, kind of accelerated past the level of commitment that she was looking for. Yeah. Like, it was almost like there was a point. Where they had an, like, an intersecting path, but he wasn't. I mean, like, he may have liked. You know, if she'd picked him, great. That would have been great right. and whatever. But I feel like he was sort of on his way to bigger and better things. Yeah. Um,
1: so he had never. Like, his whole thing, kind of, was that he'd never been in love before. Right. He had never been in a relationship before. Right. I mean, like, he had dated women, but he'd never brought a. Like, I mean, his friend. Um, um And the hometown's date. His friend joked that the last time he brought a girl home was prom, maybe?
0: Right. I don't think that was a joke.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, his friend was joking, but I think he was yeah. dead serious about it.
0: And he he had dated someone for eight months six years ago. Yeah. Um. So
1: yeah. I think Eric's whole trajectory kind of felt to me almost like in high school when you're going out with the first person that you'll ever go out with, and you're like, I'm going to marry this person. Yes. And then four days later, you break up, and right. your entire relationship lasted less than a week. Yeah. And it just feels really intense because the whole concept of the whole thing is so new to you. Right. And then you look back on it later, and you're like, okay, I was maybe a little too much Yeah. Um. In in that moment. I think Eric might look back and be like, yeah, I maybe... You know overshot the mark there a little bit right, and needed to scale it back a bit
0: I, I agree I think that yeah, I think that the fact that they had sort of an amicable thing yeah showed that there wasn't it, there wasn't something there enough to, to right like he, he he wasn't pissed or frustrated or or whatever enough. Right. To um have made it further, and right. I, I hate like I hate to put it like that, but like, there wasn't any passion, yeah, it, that's right that's I agree with that,
1: which is a great segue, yes, into Peter, <sighs> because there was nothing but passion, so Peter ended up breaking up with Rachel before or she broke up. they kind of broke up with each other, I guess before. The proposal even would have happened. Was, like, the night before the two finalists are supposed to go propose to her and she's supposed to pick one, Peter and Rachel broke up. Right. I didn't know it was a breakup until Chris Harrison was like, so how about that breakup, huh? Right, because- and I was like, but, wait, what? Yeah. No, they didn't They didn't break up. Yeah. They had a fight and they made out and she left because she had to leave. Right. But they're going to go, he's going to propose... No. Yeah. They're going to see each other on the mountain tomorrow. He's going to propose.
0: Yeah. But he didn't. Right. It was a, it was an intense conversation.
1: It was pro- one of the most intense things I have ever watched.
0: Yeah. And I I super identified with Peter for probably more worse than better. Okay. In that in that regard, I definitely identified with I am so frustrated. You're not understanding why my frustration is is valid. Right. Frustrated, frustrated, frustrated. And then he said something he didn't mean in the heat of anger. Right. That he almost probably well he, he didn't remember saying it. I'm whatever. Like Right. I, I don't I don't know how much I like I didn't remember saying that whatever. I don't know if that's ever happened to me but like I wanted to immediately take that back because I said it and then like right. whatever. He basically was like uh if you don't pick me you're you're resigning yourself to a mediocre life right, which is sort of the most in the game like aggressive thing I saw him do, yeah, but it was
1: it was basically his only mess- misstep on the show right but to it, me
0: it was yeah he was he was trying to show conviction, uh-huh, and he ended up just looking kind of like a dick right, and like I get that. like yeah i definitely i was like oh man i so understand where you're coming from right now and how you're looking real bad right now like
1: i wonder if he would have said that if he had been up against eric or dean or like there was a whole pack of guys that you didn't get to meet that peter is apparently super good friends with and they still hang out um including Dean and a bunch of others. I wonder if it had been Peter versus Dean if he would have said that or if his intense dislike of Brian yeah played a lot of a role yeah in his in that statement. I, I
0: bet it did. I bet it did.
1: Paulette pointed out to me and this is really what my issue with the entire season was. Okay. We got the romantic comedy story from Peter and Rachel. Yeah. And we did not get the rom-com ending. We didn't get the happy ending. They let us down this... The producers let us down this beautiful love story path fraught with issues and problems and even took us up to the moment where Peter says, I only want to propose once. I am not comfortable proposing tomorrow, but if the alternative is losing you, then I will do it. Right. You've been asking me to bend. Right. Right. I am I am willing to bend. Right. Which is, I feel like, a very romantic comedy type of thing. Right. And then, or and not even romantic comedy, but, like, it's a romance trope. Right. And then Rachel says, I don't want you to bend just because I'm asking you to. I want you to bend because you want to bend. Right. Which is also, like, that is the moment when, in a romance, the two lovers come head to head and break up. And then in every other romance story, they get back together later. Right. And he, they didn't. Right. Yet. <laughs> Technically. Technically.
0: um, I have, I take a, a little bit of, of issue with that. And I think this might be me falling into the Plinko shoot of uh, the same one as How I Met Your Mother's ending. Okay. Which is, yeah, but I mean, and... Before I say anything else, I know how I met your mother was a fictional story, yeah, but how well, i'm met-
1: I'm putting this up against every romance novel I've ever read, which how, are all fictional.
0: How How I met your mother ended felt like a realistic ending. It felt like a, an ending that robbed people of a happy ending and a fairy tale ending, but it felt like a real ending like okay. it felt like a yeah, but life is life right and 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 sometimes et cetera, et cetera. Because okay. no, there's no need, no need to spoil how much mother. Even though I, I could, it it was it had a realistic ending, and the realistic ending is sometimes not the ending people want. And I and I, I absolutely understand the difference between those two.
1: You and I, I think, both agree and disagree on that. Because yeah. my issue with the How I Met Your Mother ending, and I'm going to go ahead and spoil. Okay, it, fine. Um, is not that he's telling the story of how he met the mother, who then. Got, you know, married him, had two kids with him, and then died. Right. My issue with the ending of How I Met Your Mother is that then he was like, but hey, your Aunt Robin's pretty hot, right? Well. I mean, he wasn't like that. His kids were like, you need to date Aunt Robin.
0: And I think that the, I think that the point was that he was telling the story that always came back to Robin.
1: I know. And I don't like that. I would have been much happier if it had just been, and your mom and I had a great life together, and then she got sick. Right. And it really sucked. Right. But that's the story of how I met your mother. And sure. all of these people that you've grown up with, can you know, as, you know, basically our adopted family. Right. Um, played a big part in that. So I can't just say, oh, I met your mother at this wedding. Right. I have to say, you know, it it all goes back to right. all of that. Right. It just... I don't know. It, it felt... Him ending up with Robin in the end felt a little cheap to me. In the same way that like Ross and Rachel getting together at the end felt a little cheap.
0: No, I agree with you there. I absolutely agree with you that, that getting Ross and Rachel together, while I feel like it was the correct thing to have done, right? The way they did it was not the way they should have done it, right? Um, how much mother, I, 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 I guess I maybe forgave a little more because I felt like. He, he, didn't, he wasn't telling the story to convince his kids to let him date Robin. Right. Which I think has been one of the accusations. Right. Um, he also wasn't like, all of a sudden, well, screw your mom. Let me, go, let me go get with Robin. Right. I don't feel like it was that either. I think no. he was like, so anyways, then your mom died. And it really, really, really sucked. Remember? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> you, remember how that sucked? How you don't right. have a mom anymore? And the kids are like, yeah, dad. And, and then to have them be like, look, it's clear to both of us that you're in love with Aunt Robin. It was a betrayal of the first episode. But it was a betrayal, which ended, and that's how I met your Aunt Robin. Uh-huh. And it was, and all through the series, we we're like, yeah. well, we know that he can end up with Robin. Right. Um, it was a betrayal of that. But it's one I'm willing to forgive because I feel like it's a more realistic, like, you love someone intensely. You have an intense family with them. Intense family. Uh-huh. You intensely have a family with them. You super love them. I'm not sure that's lots. any better than having an intense family with them. But continue. Um, I just decided to own it. Um, yep. and then they aren't there, and then you still can love other. Like, I guess it's my my thing that I don't really believe in the one. Yeah. And I feel like Robin can be a one and. And I I mean I agree with that. I don't think that the there's
1: one. necessarily one person for everybody I think that everybody has multiple soulmates platonic and romantic yeah um I don't I just I don't know was it this- a cramming
0: thing was it like and then your mother died and then I got like it was like you know ten, ten seasons and then like we crammed the, the point
1: of the story into the last the, 10 minutes. The point
0: and the turn and the resolution yeah. and everything into like, the, yeah, the last 10 minutes. If even 10. Yeah. That
1: was part of it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, what bothered me, to bring it back around to yeah, the Bachelorette, yeah. Yeah. it bothered me that I felt like we got a very, <sighs> like we we saw a very real and passionate romance unfold. Sure. And then it just ended. Right. And... It felt to me, you know, and, and, you know, like, obviously, Rachel is a grown woman. She can make her own choices. She wanted the proposal at the end of this. Right. And I have... It has been argued to me on the Rose Buddies group that... And this is a thing that I was unaware of, but apparently, black women have been fighting for the right to be seen as marriageable for quite some time.
0: Oh, interesting. Which I was not
1: aware of. So for her to choose the guy who has said, I don't want to marry you right now, Right, is her, I mean, she has a lot of responsibility as the first black bachelorette, mm. or feels that she, she has a lot of responsibility and also feels an intense responsibility to, I guess, play the game right, to be her best self on screen, to stand up for, you know, to to stand up for black women everywhere because this is the first time in fifty bajillion seasons that we've had a black lead. Right.
0: I felt like her reasoning was I've dated this man before. Right. And it ended up with a long relationship and then not a marriage. Right. With Brian, it was look, he's into it. He wants to get married. Right. And also he is and I like and this is where I I struggled because for me. Peter's where it's at. Right. And Brian is 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 superficial. Mhm. Um and you know there there's something to be said about like personal trainer, personal trainer, let's just equate them. Mhm. Chiropractor. Like he could have been I think the only way you could have made the distinction more is if he'd been like a plastic surgeon. Right. Like change your insides, change your insides plastic surgeon would have, you know, fixed your outsides or whatever. Right. Um, Actually, a chiropractor also changes your insides. (laughs) Right. right. And and that's fair. That's fair. Right. But I feel like chiropractor from Miami is such a trope,
1: almost. Yeah, it feels very it feels very
0: superficial. Right. Um, But, um, I think that for me, the complication and the intensity and the like, let me figure this out and whatever was what drew me to Peter and away from Brian. And for Mm -hmm. her, it was like Ugh, Peter. Huh. What a fresh yeah. of, fresh of breath air Brian is. <laughs> um I know what he I know I know what, what he is shooting for. I yeah. know that I know I know where he's coming from and I know what I can what I'm going to get from him.
1: Right. For me it it seems like after seeing her relationship with Peter, which was so intense. Yeah. They, were cle- they clearly were very much in love, right. very passionate about each other. Choosing Brian because he was the one who gave her the ring feels like settling. It feels to me like she settled for Brian because he was willing to give her the proposal that she wanted. However, he was willing to give her the proposal that she wanted.
0: Right, right.
1: So... For her to choose Peter, in spite of his being unwilling to do that, would have been settling in a whole different way. And I don't doubt that she feels very strongly for Brian and that he feels very strongly for her. I think that there was a lot that we didn't get to see because of the editing. Yeah. I hope that there was a lot that we didn't get to see because of the editing. Yeah. And I'm hoping that it was like, you know, facets to his personality. Yeah. I just... The story of Rachel and Peter was set up to be such a beautiful love story right. with such a triumphant end. Yeah. And it fell flat. hmm And it made me feel very angry at everyone involved.
0: I, I can understand that.
1: I mean, I texted you the next day, and I was like, I don't even want to do this episode anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. When he when And this was telling for both of her relationships with them. When... Peter got in her head so much, and basically kind of ruined the date that she had with Brian the next mm-hmm. day. That was telling about Peter and how she right. felt about him. But that, and now, I'll give Brian a little credit mm-hmm. that he brought it down a little bit. Like yeah. he, he like calmed down. He took. Yeah, it Yeah, that he a was like, just, "I
1: can tell something is bothering yeah. you."
0: But he doesn't. He doesn't get credit for something seems wrong. Like he doesn't give credit for that. He gets credit for, in my opinion, for. Hmm. Something seems wrong. Let's one talk about it. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm gonna bring my personality down to match where you're at, and not be like, like what is wrong, my love? Like, right? Like, you know, Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. <laughs> right? Like, she doesn't need that. That's not where she was. And he, and you could see him bring himself down right. for that. And I, I, appreciated that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, like, let me let me give you a hypothesis, or, uh, a hypothetical. Okay. I wanted, it seemed too complicated that the way that this ends. So the way The Bachelor ends, I assume, is, what does he, does he give them roses? Oh, he gives them roses to hold. Stemmed roses? What does he give them to? Yeah, the,
1: so, yeah, on The Bachelor, he proposes right. and then offers her the final
0: rose. But he but throughout the whole game show, he's been giving them stem, yeah, long long stemmed, stemmed roses. Yeah, long-stemmed roses right, right. at the rose ceremonies. Okay. Yeah. So she spends this whole time kind of getting real good at pinning boutonnieres on people. <laughs> um, but the fact that then for her finale, so for bachelor finale, here's your final rose. Will you marry me?
1: I think I honestly I think it even goes in the opposite direction. I think it is he gives her the ring and then the final rose. Okay,
0: we need to come back to that. But the way that Bachel- I could be wrong. But the way, no that that checks out with something that that made me scratching my head. Um, in The Bachelorette, he, I guess I haven't seen there be two people there at the end. Right. So they both get down on their knee and are like, will you marry me? No, will you marry me? Come here, girl. So the,
1: no. So the only, <laughs> the only other one I've seen was JoJo's season. Okay. And in JoJo's season, Robbie got out of the limo, came down to her, started his proposal speech and she was like, I'm going to stop you because you should only propose to one person. And I don't want to take that from you.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I can't give you my final rose. Okay. And so then Robbie goes home and Jordan gets out of the limo later that day. They always try to time it. You can always tell the, the first one to get out of the limo is going to be the runner-up because right. they try to save the actual proposal that will be accepted for the beautiful sunset view. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do. I, I, I believe it. I would love to see... Of an early season where they tried it the other way and like they're like kissing and like spinning around we're engaged and the dude like walks up oh well okay so I guess I, not me then I guess I'll should I just
1: well and that's the thing should I
0: propose to No,
1: know, knowing this I always wonder I'm like what does poor Robbie think when he's getting out of the limo at 11am yeah. <laughs> knowing full well that the proposal always goes to the sunset guy
0: right <laughs> Well, now I think Brian said something to that effect, because he was like, oh, they said that they were had, they're having like technical difficulties, so he's like, oh, I guess that engagement's happening first. But like, he wasn't sunset, was he?
1: I don't think so, but he was also up on the windiest damn hill the ever.
0: windiest place like, I've ever her seen. Her hair's
1: all over the place. You can't even hear what they're saying, because the microphones are just like...
0: <laughs> I felt so bad that they went to the effort of watching her... Do her hair I know. so nicely. And then he comes around the corner and she's like, Hello, I'm, I'm her hair's just Glenn like all in her. From the misfits. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she looked real bummed about it.
1: Yeah, so usually usually the way it goes is the runner up gets out and the bachelor slash bachelorette is basically like, Hey, I've come to really care about you, but I have stronger feelings for someone else. Right. And they always phrase it as someone else. Someone else. Even though you know who it is, it's the other person that you've been living with for the past week.
0: Chris Harrison's watching the monitors, like, come on this time. Come on <laughs> I, this time.
1: I really want one of them to just be like, You mean Jordan? You have stronger
0: feelings for Jordan. <laughs> just say Jordan, Deborah. Just say Jordan, Deborah. <laughs>
1: um But so yeah.
0: Um you're okay, so you
1: gonna say about the I
0: want the bachelor to propose, is what I is is my thing. Yeah.
1: But and that's Never, it's, never, it's never. happened. It might happen at some point because there was also a lot of talk about. Well, Rachel could propose to Peter, right? But that I feel like is so much pressure on her as the first Black Bachelorette, sure. As the first woman to not garner her own proposal, but have to make the proposal, sure. And sure. also, like there, there's a fairy tale fairy tale element to. The popping of the question. Yeah. That, and I mean, ABC, this this show is problematic in a whole lot of ways. It is sure. not very woke. Sure. Um, and I think that it will be a very long time coming before we see it break out of that traditional,
0: tra- quote unquote, traditional mold. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Hypothetical on top of hypothetical. Sure. Which will happen first? This is okay. hypothetical. It's a, uh, which which either one, which will happen first? Woman proposes to bachelorette proposes to contestant. Okay. Or, gay bachelor, or bachelorette, like like you know, gay.
1: I am going to say that the woman being the one to pop the question is more likely. Really? Okay. Because there have been reality dating shows with gay and by men and women. Sure. That have basically been seen as laughable and gross. Why? And I say that, well, because they make the show super trashy. Oh, okay. Like...
0: that. Okay, that, great it, answer.
1: Right. So <laughs> I think a lot of the public is like, you know, ew, gay people. Right. And so they're like, well, the only way we can get the public who thinks ew, gay people to watch gay people on a reality dating show is if we make it completely bonkers. Right. That's and stupid. which is stupid. I would love a gay bachelor. Cuz like done tastefully. The problem is even regular bachelor is not done tastefully. Right, exactly. So
0: there's no And there's an extra there's, right.
1: there's no way that they would, you know, kind of twist the the plot of their own show and then make it better. Right when you're deal- when they can't even do a traditional right. you know man and woman relationship without making it gross that's true that's true i would I would love a tastefully done non i'll just say non non straight like I don't care yeah. if it's you know gay bi whatever right. I don't care I would love to see a well done tastefully done version of this show, yeah, but I think it will be a really, really long time before we see it. Also, I think all of the ones that have happened that have already been done, I'm pretty sure were on cable.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where have <sighs> they been done?
1: I feel like maybe t- like TLC or, oh, okay. or like Oxygen. Like- oh, yeah, Oxygen. They're like, sure. It's like mm-hmm. Lifetime 2.0. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I feel like Lance Bass was on, from NSYNC, was on... Oh, I know who Lance Bass is. A rea- well, that was for our listeners who may not. I don't Everyone- know which of our listeners wouldn't know Lance Bass, but you never know. But yeah, I feel like he was recently on one or maybe was he, he the hosted host? it.
0: He was the host of he one. He was the host of one. Actually, you know what? You're right. And it was like recently. It was in like the last year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was since I have started listening to Rose Buddies I actually, and watching The Bachelor. Lance Bass
0: as the host, I suddenly remember yeah. that. Yeah.
1: And it was on like a weird cable yeah. channel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So, where do we go from here?
1: I don't know. Are you going to start watching Bachelor in Paradise with me? Uh, No. <laughs> Dean's on it. Mm.
0: It's It was really rough that I only got to see him not get along with his dad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Dean, Dean was a... Sw- I, re- I really liked Dean. And he managed that whole thing like on social media and stuff while that was airing. Yeah. I felt like he managed it pretty well. Yeah. He went on and made a few statements along the lines of, I'm not... Denounce Like, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with Sikhism or with my dad converting to Sikhism. I'm saying that my father is no longer the person that he was. Right. And not necessarily for the better. Right. In spite of these changes he's made to this lovely faith that is supposed to be super cool. Right. He's not super cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I get that. And, like, he did say some, like, I was like, ugh, watch that, Dean. Like, yeah, what he was saying was... My dad kind of sucked before, and this hasn't improved this.
1: right, yeah, and that's yeah, and that's really what it all came down to, yeah. and I think a lot of it, you know, he was upset, yeah, and so he said some things without really thinking about his tone and the fact that he was going that this was going to be edited into whatever context a b c feels like editing it right. into, right, so there were a couple of times when which is not to excuse his. Saying things that were maybe not super cool, but I think some we can all we can take everything that this show gives us with a grain of salt, sure, because we don't get to see so much, right? Yeah, and yeah. stuff is edited weirdly, and so it seems like things are happening in one context when, in a- actuality, they happened in another context, right?
0: Um, the, um, interesting. I didn't find it problematic. Okay. Um, I found. I mean, any more so than like. Okay, well this is a weird way of doing things at right. all. Right. But like it seems like either you find it and like I mean clearly not, but like I feel like I would have found any of them problematic as opposed to this one particularly problematic.
1: Okay. What any was, any of them Like any
0: like season one of The Bachelorette oh. versus this most recent one.
1: Um I mean it's problematic in the way that they have started making it more about the drama. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the whole thing with Kenny and Lee at the beginning of the season. And last season, there was this guy, and he was just, like, abusive, Mm -hmm. like, to the other guys. And, like, honestly abusive to the other guys in the house. Like, physically violent with them. Um, got kicked off of Bachelor in Paradise for getting so drunk that he... I'm trying to remember how it went down. He said some really horrible things to Sarah, um... Who was one of my favorite contestants on Bachelor in Paradise? But she had she was born with her arm missing, I think, right above the oh. right above or below the elbow. Okay, and he made some really uncool remarks to her about that. Oh, gross! Um, and like calling her things like one armed bitch. Um, yeah. And he and Where? he and Lace had hooked up in the pool like his first night there, and he got so drunk that he was being, like, really aggressive and she got away from it. Yeah. Like, she was really drunk, too, but he, I mean, she recognized that this is not a thing I want to be doing. Sure. And got away, but he apparently got so drunk that he, like, shat himself and the hotel um, employees had to, like, clean him up. Ew. He, like, threw up everywhere and then passed out on the pool deck and, like, pooped his pants. Mm. Um And, like, Chris Harrison kicked him off.
0: Yeah, jeez. So, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure ABC on the whole kicked him off, sure. but Chris Harrison was the one who was, was the avatar of ABC. Yeah, it was the avatar of ABC.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, but they keep bringing him back for oh, things and like gross. giving him a platform yeah. for, for his grossness. So, I mean, just stuff like that. And the fact yeah. that it's been, you know, 11 billion seasons and we're sure. only just now getting a black lead. Sure. There, uh, mo- most of it, for, I, I again, I've only watched it for a year, but from talking to people who have watched it longer and from listening to Rose Buddies, it, sa- it sounds like at its onset, it was just like a, hey, let's put all these people in a house together and have them date the same guy and see what happens. Right. And I guess a lot of the earlier seasons didn't necessarily end in a proposal, but they ended in The Bachelor slash Bachelorette choosing the person that they wanted to continue a relationship
0: with. Oh, you mean like the thing that... that you mean like, like a thing that makes could sense. Make sense in this... That way of doing things? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um But it has become mm. all about getting the proposal. Right. And making that did, happen.
0: Did it used to be longer? I don't know. Like, because... Uh, like the seasons? Yeah. I don't know. Mm.
1: I'm sure the episodes themselves used to be shorter, because I'm pretty sure. sure that this show would not have continued for as long as it has if all of the episodes were two to three hours. Right. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. Mm. Well... I mean I guess thanks for um having <laughs> me not watch the crappy parts and watch mostly the I fine mean the parts. last
1: 4 episodes were pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: like there were no parts where I was like, "Oh, this makes me feel gross." Yeah. I was engrossed. Yeah. But not grossed out. That's good. Um I mean, I guess the worst parts were when Peter said that thing and then yeah. on the finale when Rachel said the I'm living my best life thing in response to him having said that months before.
1: Yeah, I just, yeah, that bothered me. I didn't love the way Rachel presented herself to Peter Sure. in that finale. And I get it. Yeah. Because he's her ex and she's probably still got feelings for him. Yeah. And... I mean, he was clearly in a lot of pain on that stage and did mm-hmm. not want to be there. Right. And I feel like she could have been a little more gracious. Right. Like I got what I wanted. Right. You didn't. Like the reason you're sitting here, not my fiance, is because you made the choice. Right. To not be my fiance. And so I got what I wanted, and I'm happy. Yeah. She and she. Doesn't. I wish
0: you well. Right.
1: That's, I mean, that's all that needed to happen. She and doesn't, like,
0: owe him anything. I don't think that's what you're saying. No. But, like, the fact that they sort of both have to be there, I'm sure some sort of contractually. Yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. have a little empathy about, like, he probably doesn't want to hang out. And, like, he apparently tried to call her in the interim and was told, yeah. like, no, that's okay. Yeah. That was, that was awkward to hear.
1: I was really hoping that he was going to pop the question... On that finale. But, like, after I realized that they had broken up, I'm like, well, there's still time.
0: Yeah. He
1: can still... He can still fix this. And because they brought her... They brought him out before she got engaged to Brian. Right. I mean, chronologically from the episode we were watching. Right. They showed Peter's... Her breakup with Peter brought Peter out and then showed her getting engaged to Brian. So, at that point, I was like, I mean... Yeah. there's a possibility she didn't get engaged to Brian and Peter could propose right now and they'll get married right this moment. She's wearing a white dress. <laughs> um, I
0: yeah, and like, I didn't
1: think it was actually going to happen, but I really wanted it to. Well, not
0: knowing the format of the show and also having the format of the show change mm-hmm. is a smart move on their part because yeah. we know, like, there's, there's a, a certain, like, well, I know that the guy who doesn't propose is the first duet out of the limousine. Yeah. So... Um having it be like so like what's going on here having everyone be in the same position I was yeah where it's like so what's what's going on there're all three of them there right is there like when do we do the will you marry me part because she's not wearing a ring right so like because when... she can't
1: wear the ring right. because it would because typically you watch the both of the final two pick out the rings right. and so if you see her walking around with this honking and pear shaped diamond right. And you know that Peter picked out a princess cut right then you know she picked Brian
0: right it's a weird phenomenon yeah so yeah I I've said to you the only way that I would watch any any more of it not I didn't it's not that I didn't enjoy it it's just right. I can't watch reality competitions because I get too invested right as you can clearly see from <laughs> me having watched four over the past week right where, you know I get too invested and I can't I can't but I would watch The Bachelor if they convinced Peter to be the next Bachelor, which they're not going to because Peter's like, no, fuck this. This is clearly not the right venue for me right. to find love. Right. Um,
1: but- I don't think Peter would have... I can't imagine that Peter would have any problems finding love. I mean, both of us are ready to throw ourselves at his feet and beg him to marry us. Yeah. So...
0: I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he. I mean, like, he just seems... Fun. Like he seems He
1: seems like a nice, fun, enjoyable person to be around. He's yeah. smart. Yeah. He seems to have a good head on his shoulders.
0: I he liked recognizes his
1: Yeah, his friends seem really cool.
0: Yeah. So thank you for watching having me watch it. I'm very interested. I especially like to have listened to the the podcast episode where we talk about Rose Buddies and get into The Bachelor. Uh-huh. Like right before I started watching the Bachelor. Yeah. Interesting. Um yeah. It was it was because I was like, Oh yeah, maybe we'll do that one day. <laughs> and I was like, "Guess what? I have no day like today." <laughs> um so I think Was that meant to be a rent reference? It was uh listen, we'll listen to it twice. Shut up.
1: <laughs> well, no, because there's that whole no day but today that yeah. is like the Yeah, no, yeah, that theme. was what I was trying to do. Okay, no, that's good. No, okay, I good. thought you were making a rent reference, okay. but then that's I was like, good. maybe that was an accidental rent reference cuz he's only listened to
0: it twice. <laughs> yeah, no. That that part really hit home with me. Yeah. Um so Thank you for having me watch it, and mm-hmm. I was very interested with with how it came out. Thank you for I'll being willing to watch it again. Thank
1: before. you for being willing to sit through it. Absolutely, that I know that was a big ask to be like, hey, you should watch all of
0: these hours of television. I think that we can move on to social media. Yep, uh, we have a Facebook group called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed.
1: You should join it.
0: It is fantastic.
1: You should join it so you can see new Matt's Anna Kendrick does K-pop video.
0: Yeah, um, it's been real Anna Kendrick centric lately. Yeah, it has, but, but that's fine that's her fault. with me yeah, yeah. She,
1: she wasn't so awesome
0: i i couldn't believe i nearly dropped my phone when i saw that picture of her petting a horse i was like i know is she if she like i swear to god if, it had, if there had been hashtag sadie i know that there's no reason why i would oh, have screamed man. oh man <laughs> um i love it so much so uh but we don't always post about anna kendrick it's just that recently we've been posting because it was her birthday on wednesday yeah um
1: happy birthday anna kendrick.
0: She is somewhat younger than us. Yes. Um, we also have Twitter.
1: We do. It is at UFO Podcast. Today, the F stands for uh, freaking marry us, Peter. Freaking <laughs> marry us.
0: Um, yeah, I was gonna say like. Yeah, I don't know. Forever, Peter. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That. Yours in, is better.
1: In my head, I was picturing all of these things that started with F, but they actually all started with other letters, like bachelorette.
0: Right, For bachelorette.
1: And proposal.
0: For proposal. An engagement ring. f engagement, For engagement ring. ring. That one's that, easy. That one's though. easy. Yeah. f the vowel. That's good. Yeah. f vowel. vowel. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm on Twitter individually at unabashed James, and
1: I'm at unabashedly Aaron.
0: Uh, we mentioned our Patreon. It's on Patreon dot slash unabashedly uh, obsessed. Um, join for the giveaway. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there is a ladder down here? You can find him on YouTube with his band, A Silent Few. And you should.
1: And we will keep you all updated as he gets more of a social media presence going. Definitely. Thank you also to Emily Cardamus, who does our logo art. You can find her on Twitter at corrupted gem and her art blog is Artful Hypothesis on Tumblr.com. Right. Dot
0: Tumblr dot Don't type on.
1: Right. That will give you an error four oh four.
0: Unless sometimes you mean on when you type a period, in which case that's fine. Yeah. Um but you, that... but you're also weird for, for thinking that. Yes. Yeah, you're super not weird, weird for thinking that. Yes, weird you are. Okay. I think that's it for us. I think that is. Uh, this has been a bachelor No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna customize it. This yeah. has been a, a great episode of Unabashedly Obsessed, both times. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am James.
1: I am Aaron.
0: Smoking kills,
1: and so do pennies.